0: This is news with Nick, and welcome to This Week in Aviation. Firstly, airports around Australia are said to be expecting pre pandemic traffic over the Easter holidays. Over the next couple of weeks, it is predicted that over 6 million passengers will fly through Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. This is split up with 2.1 million passengers through Melbourne. 2.4 million passengers through Sydney and 1.4 million passengers through Brisbane. Now, most of these passengers will be domestic travellers around the country. However, international travel is bouncing back too, and is predicted to return to pre-pandemic levels next year. Especially given China are relaxing their COVID-19 quarantine policies, they're a huge market for us. Well, not only for us, but for the world. So I'm going to open this up for discussion with the lads. So aviation recovery in 2023, something to definitely... Get us excited about. Oh, 100%. We get to see more
1: planes in the sky, finally. And when we go plane spotting as well.
2: Yep.
0: That's what I really wanted to say, but yes.
1: (laughs) You know what? I took one for the team and said it. More trails in the sky. I'm all for it.
0: Well, in the past month, Melbourne Airport has actually had... Two bits of exciting news from an international standpoint. Latam Airways have said they will be bringing back a Dreamliner from Santiago in Chile to Melbourne. Yep, I think Is it three three, it's three times three, to- three times a week. Three times yeah. a week. Yep, and LL. So, Israelite, wow, national carrier has said that they want to bring their Dreamliner from Tel Aviv by June of 2024.
2: Don't mind if I do. Yeah, I've always wanted to, to travel. Them.
0: I've always wanted to travel in Latam. I feel like it's such an underrated airline. You can travel from Sydney to it's Auckland
1: helpful,
2: if you me. want.
0: Yeah, there's a few like that, right? Mm. Food Trans Tasman yeah. Fifth Freedom. Fifth, Fifth Freedom, yeah. I mean, you've been on United Airlines Fifth Freedom. Yep. That's been, F- that's been mentioned in the podcast. Emirates
2: Fifth Freedom as well. Yes, Curtis, shout out to my brother Sam on that one.
0: Yep, locked himself in the toilet. <laughs> right. Ross wet himself in the seat. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Okay, <laughs> I didn't it. I was in the baggage compartment. Yeah. Uh, We're all happy about the international and domestic... Travel, bounce the back. more the merrier. Bring you know them in. What?
3: I'm going to say yeah. this now on the podcast. I oh, know. One day. Yep. Whenever that day will be, I would love to fly on
2: L straight to Tel Aviv from Melbourne. Yeah. That don't you have to? Goal. I'm pretty sure you have to interview to be on those flights. Yeah.
0: Bro. Apparently, you do. If you're if you're not Israeli, I think that you need to get an interview. They're pretty strict. Like yeah. every LL plane has anti missiles on it. Like it's pretty. That's and crazy. I've
3: even heard a. Ru- I'm going to say it's a rumor now. So don't quote me on this. But. And sorry, Al. If you were to board that aircraft, you wouldn't know, but there would be about ten Mossad agents on board without you knowing. Mossad being the CIA version, yeah. of Israel,
2: yeah, right. So mm. like, air marshals, but on yeah, steroids, like pretty much safe airline from what I've heard. And yeah, we'd love to fly with them one day. I got to say, a lot of people when I worked at Menzies Cargo, a lot of the oldies who used to work at uh, Ansett and, and then you know Donata and now Nemenzies and so on and so forth. A lot of them were like
1: oh, yeah, the
2: good old days when we had Lufthansa freighters and blah-de-blah. Blah. And I thought to myself, I wonder if we'll ever see Lufthansa in Melbourne again. Well, nah. that's the thing.
3: A lot of people, when they go to Melbourne and they see the, or, the, well, the board, see they, see, they see British Airways, they see Lufthansa, they see like heaps of airlines in Europe. It's Air France. France. Air France. And everyone's like, these planes aren't here. Where are they? People don't
2: understand code sharing That's right they got to appreciate what they got here in Oz, huh? Our pilots are probably some of the most experienced yeah, pilots, pilots in the world. That's right. That's right. So I say all for it, even if we don't see some of the uh, – I was about to say, oh, what if we saw Alitalia again? But that's never happening. So that's <laughs> Rest in peace, <laughs> Alitalia. Any
1: airport's going to see Alitalia again.
2: Yeah. ITA on the –
1: Chance we'll see Tiger
2: again? <laughs>
0: Secondly, I want to talk about Qantas' continued commitment to sustainability in the aviation industry. So for those who don't know, the International Air Transport Association, or IATA, is the governing body for airlines across the world, including Qantas. And about a year ago, during their 77th annual general meeting, they highlighted an initiative that all member airlines signed on to, which was the commitment to achieve net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Now, in theory, this will be mostly achieved through sustainable aviation fuels, or SAF, as we call it. Now, SAF is a form of biofuel which can be produced through agricultural products such as sugarcane or even organic food waste to produce fuel for the aircraft. And this fuel can reduce up to 80% of carbon emissions over the life cycle of conventional jet fuel it replaces. Now, coming back to Qantas' commitment to all this, last week they announced with Airbus they'd be jointly investing $2 million dollars into a feasibility study at a Queensland-based biofuel production facility. Now, this is a part of the Qantas Group and Airbus's commitment to investing up to two hundred million US dollars for establishing a SAF industry in Australia. The biofuel production in Queensland is proposed by Australian firm Jet Zero. They'll be using Jets alcohol-to-jet technology, and it is expected they will be able to produce up to one hundred million liters of SAF per year and construction of this facility is slated to begin in 2024. But I will say this, sustainability in the aviation industry, particularly amongst airlines and OEMs, is a very, very important topic to focus on. We'll definitely dedicate an episode to further examine how our industry will be achieving net zero and what the industry has done so far, partially because I feel it's very much overlooked sometimes. But for now, I'm going to open it up to the boys. What do we think of Qantas's continued commitment to sustainability in South in Australia?
2: I think while in the future studies like this have been a sham for good PR, this is one of the first studies with actual merit and backing behind it. I think from the very first study that was arranged by SAFARNS, which is a Sustainable Aviation Fuel Alliance of Australia and New Zealand, yep. from that moment forward, there's been steady progression and growth within the sector. I think that this is just Qantas saying we recognise its potential feasibility Mm -hmm. and we're going to invest in it because it could pay off long term. And that no, not many airlines in the world, or at least in the Australasian sector, have committed so deeply to SAF. And I hope for Qantas' sake it pays off. I mean, it reminds me of the scene from Back to the Future, right? Roads? Where were we going? We don't need roads. And he puts like all of the compost inside the fuel, disp- like inside the fuel tank. It's like a biofuel mix made from organic waste, as you said.
1: Uh, do you reckon this will set the precedence for other airlines in the region to follow? To follow Qantas's trends? I was so- going to
3: say that. I feel like Qantas is always an airline that's leading in certain developments for future aviation ambitions. I think they want to be leading in this because I feel like this will help them on a massive scale when it comes to Project Sunrise.
2: It's good. It needs to be a big legacy carrier that takes the lead on this. And I was going to say that Etihad will tell you that they were the first ones to actually invest in sustainable aviation. But, yeah, okay, wow, you ran an, uh, a zero emissions flight by having all the cutlery be paper. That's fantastic. Great job, mate. And it was I think they ran 10% SAF, but still, it's not on the same scale as what we can expect. Out of this jet zero initiative,
0: yeah, hundred million liters of SAF per year. Ooh. So look, huge. Look,
1: investing in fuel is one thing, but just reducing the weight of your aircraft in general, by that that could have already been done. Like, like so, say, um, Eddie had just changing their cutlery for, to plastic as opposed to Qantas actually investing in the future and how fuel can be generated to be as fuel efficient That's as possible. That's right.
2: Wasn't isn't what's which airline is it that has the olive story?
1: That was American Airlines.
2: That's a great story. You want to tell us
1: so. There was a study done in uh, with American Airlines where they thought people in, the, in their head office thought that if they removed one olive from every first class salad on every American Airlines flight, they would save fuel. And it turns out, just by doing that, they saved forty thousand dollars US in jet fuel savings just by removing one olive from every first class salad. I don't think the Greeks are going to be happy about that.
2: Expensive olives.
1: And I think Qantas made the biggest savings by changing all their wine bottles on their planes from glass to plastic.
2: Yeah, Christos is like, yeah, the Greeks, mate, they'd prefer to pay 40000 for some olives. Oh,
1: I want my olives. It's my the salad. largest export, isn't it?
3: <laughs>
2: Probably is. Christos, mate, those guns are the largest export, let's be real, mate. Oh, you're
0: too kind. We're
2: talking mate. about anti-missile defence. I'm thinking, mate, you've got two of them right here.
0: It's all, nah, it's all you. all you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. That caps off the news with Nick for this fortnight. Hopefully you found something really interesting or maybe you learned something new. We'll be back next fortnight with some more juicy aviation news headlines, but until next time, bye for now.